What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Real quick before we get into it, let me head to the site, allineedskate.com. And I will scroll down. We got a couple new updates with All I Need. We got a couple events. Um, first up, we got the Edge Indoor Skate Park Instagram Takeover Session. It will be Sunday, March 18th from 6 to 9 p.m. And what this is is my way to link up all you shredders out there with the Edge's Instagram. So it's $25 for a three-hour session. It's after hours, so it's we're usually closed, but we're going to keep it open for this. And uh, you'll come, and we'll have people filming. You'll basically, basically be shredding the park and sessioning with your homies or whoever comes. And uh, we'll film, and we'll flood the whole Instagram feed uh, with your content, with whatever tricks you do, whatever we film, whatever silliness, maybe some foam pit action, um, definitely the resi ramp, um, and just gnarliness if you want to get buck. And we'll make sure we link you up with Instagram. We'll tag you, follow you, and uh, help promote you for the day. It's our first time doing this, so not sure how many people are going to show up. Uh, I think if we have 10, we can. I can handle the filming because I'll be filming. But if we have any more, I'm going to have to get other people to help me film. So I'll reach out to some of the employees at the edge to make that happen. Um, one thing is it's open to all. It doesn't matter what you're riding. All that matters is you're down to have fun. So skating, bike, scoot, whatever you want to whatever you want to ride, by all means, come. And uh, if there's a lot of one thing, like if there's a lot of bikers sh that show up, we'll try to get Josh Canton to come and uh, film and link you guys up with the uh, Edge's Instagram. I think it's a cool idea. We'll see how it goes. I'm excited for it. Um, hopefully, I'll see you there. We also are doing another event, but this is at the end of the month. This is March 30th from 6 to 9 p.m., and it is going to be the All I Need Game Escape at the Edge. And how this is going to work is it'll be a $25 entry fee, and 15 of that will go towards your admission for the three hours, but 10 from each person will go towards a pot. And at the end, whoever wins the game escape will take home all the cash. Um, we'll probably have two different divisions. We'll have one for cash, and then we'll have one for a deck. So uh, if you don't think you can compete for the cash, then uh, we'll do another game escape just for a free product. Uh, these are always super fun. So uh, make sure you sign up, show up at the park, sign up. You can always uh, call the park in advance and try to sign up for these events. They got a little um, sign up list in the office. So if you call the park, 508-823-4410, you can pre-register, especially for the Instagram takeover. You can pre-register for that. The game is skate, just show up, pay the fee, come shred, take home some cash and product. Um, yeah, that's it, man. Our guest today is my good friend, Eric Spicely. Eric was in the original All I Need Skate video. This is before we started making products or anything. This was just the formative uh, years, just the beginning idea, beginning concept. We started with a skate video. Spicy killed it, had a great part. Uh, I kind of lost touch with him because he went off and did different things. And uh, as you'll hear about, he's now in the UFC fighting professionally, um, which is pretty insane. It was awesome to catch up with my friend. I hope you guys enjoy. Peace. Sure, you are still there. Yeah, yeah. All right, it says we're rolling, Spicely. 
We're fucking, <laughs> we're fucking going for it right now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Officially. Yeah. First, dude, it's been a long time. It's been years, I feel like, since we've seen each other. Good to see you. It's good to see you too, man. I can't remember the last time we saw each other. I feel like it was uh, at like a skate park or something. I don't know. Had to have been skating for sure somewhere. Yeah. It was skating somewhere, but I don't remember where. I, it was a long time. Yeah, I kind of want to... Let's start with wh- what you're up to now, like, because I haven't seen you in a long time. So where are you right now? What are you up to? Uh, right now, I'm, like, kind of been living between Vegas and Montreal, um, fighting in the UFC, which is pretty crazy, uh, and just kind of living the dream, you know? It's, uh, it's a lot like skateboarding in a, in a way. Like, you kind of... You just get paid to do what you love, and you can travel the world and... and uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a it's a pretty crazy life for sure, man. I'm sure as you know, being a pro skateboarder and all. Yeah, I imagine it's very similar to skating in the sense that there's uh, a lot of risk involved as far as career and injury and stuff like that. Yeah, man. I mean, it's definitely uh, you know it's not certain at all for sure. Uh, there's no job security. You know, it's all about what you've done lately, and you know you're winder away from it being all over, you know, you blow your knee out, you, you sit out for a year, like as an athlete, as a skateboarder, you know, that sets you back so far. You got to keep your name out there. You got to keep your name hot and you got to, you know, in skateboarding, you got to sell products, you got to sell boards, you got to sell shoes or whatever it is you're doing. You know, we have to sell views, you know, you have to get people to want to watch you fight. So you gotta, you gotta really build your brand and kind of keep working. So, yeah. And there's definitely no security in it at all. <laughs> yeah, because it it's like, um, I imagine if you don't keep winning, there's dead ends there, you know? Like, people just aren't invested, yeah. you know? And I imagine each fight is a fucking battle. I imagine. <laughs> it's a lot, you know? It's uh, definitely... You think about this one day, normally for about, like, two months or so, and, uh, you know, you're fighting another human being in a ridiculous <laughs> environment, like... You know, I, I had my I had a big fight in Brazil, and uh, I you know I fought this guy who's in his hometown. I walk out, you know, it's uh, an arena, a soccer stadium with like ten thousand people in it, and it's just like, damn, dude, this is the craziest. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? <laughs> and this guy wants to kill me, you know, like he wants to really hurt me. And man, it all depends on if I show up and perform that night, you know how much money I make, like, you know, the next fight, like, everything like that, like, you really gotta, it, I don't know, it's, every fight is the biggest fight of your life, so it's, like, pretty intense, man. Yeah, yeah, it's probably, like, trying to film bangers, you know, like, you just can't sleep, and you sit around, you're like, I'm gonna go do this thing that's scary. (laughs) I mean, it's all you think about, yeah, you know, and that's exactly how I felt with skateboarding, like, I want to think about every trick I want to do, like, yeah, it's, uh, Damn, man, it's intense. You know, I don't sleep. You, you get all crazy and emotional and, you know, you still got to get up and do it the next day, which is like the crazy thing. I think we'll, okay, so we'll pick back up there afterwards. Let's start in the beginning. Like, how'd you get into skateboarding? Where are you from, too, originally? Uh, I'm from Stone, Massachusetts. Um, and skateboarding, man, I just like saw it one day and I was like, dude, that is the craziest, like sickest thing ever. Um, I think it was the Tony Hawk for Skater game, maybe. Um, And that's actually how I got into fighting, too. Like, I just saw it and was like, dude, this is the dopest shit ever. I want to do it. Um, So, yeah, I just, like, 
saw Tony Hawk's Pro Skateboarder, like saved up enough money to buy a complete, and like that's just all I did every day for you know maybe 10, 11 years. It's just like I just would find more video parts, come across more things, and just get more and more into it. And uh, I don't know, it's one of those things where you just like fall in love, and you know, it's all I thought about. Even just going out and skating in a parking lot every day for hours was like you know complete joy to me. Yeah, yeah, I know. I love I loved skating with you. It's been a while. It was very fun. How- actually, I wanted to ask you how you met my brother too. Uh, just there's actually we had a mutual friend. This kid Dan Murphy. Nice. And um, Dan was like such a big fan of Sam, and uh, he we went to Lakeville or something to go skate in a parking lot with him. <laughs> He's like, you gotta, you gotta meet Sam, dude. He's sick, and like, so we just, you know, we drove down the lake, but we skated with him, and we've just been friends ever since. Yeah, uh, that's kind of how skateboarding is, you know. It's like you meet all these people that motivate you and inspire you in different ways, and uh, like I said, it's the same thing as fighting, man. Like, it's really like a, such a big. I draw so many parallels to it. it it's like trips me out sometimes. Yeah, I think it's because we put our all into it, you know, and it helps create who we are, too. It builds identities. So it's like you're putting everything, your time, everything, you pay attention, you watch everybody else do it, and it's like submersive almost, you know? And, and I'm yeah. at, with fighting, it's got to be so similar because you got to be so sharp or you'll get hurt just like in skating, you know? Yeah, for sure. And yeah. if you don't take it serious, you're going to, you know, get hurt. Um and, and, and it's like everything, you know, you see what someone else is doing, you're like, damn, that's dope, I want to do it like that, like, you know, because everyone has such a different style, different way to do things, different tricks that they like to do, like, you know what I mean? And you meet so many people throughout the years that just, like, inspire you to, you know, just push harder or, like, you know, like, you meet, uh, like, a new filmer or something like that that's like, hey, man, like, let's film it this way, let's do it this way, and you're just like, oh, shit, like, I didn't even think of that, you know what I mean? <laughs> And that just happens so many times throughout your your career and what you're doing. So it's like uh, I think that's the most inspiring part, you know, because I met so many people that push me to get better, and and uh, you kind of feed off that energy and stuff like that. Yeah. For those listening, you were in the the original All I Need video too, man. <laughs> you and John Lavoy, dude, solid parts. Yeah, man. That was before we were even a brand. It was just uh just had footage, and everyone came together for like a good idea, you know. Yeah. That was sick. You skated a lot in Fall River, and one of my favorite lines was the Nolly heel flip where you just pushed through, like, the cobblestone in Providence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was, like, my favorite thing in the whole video. I was like... <laughs> and that Wally at the end, too, is fucking gnarly. And Fall River off yeah. the Jersey Barrier. <laughs> yeah, I think you were there that day, too. Yeah, I was, dude. I remember. I think there was half... I was, I was terrified, man. Like, I didn't want to do it. <laughs> just like and then i think that someone would like called the cops and it was like dude you gotta do it right now like and i yeah i just pulled it out which was like kind of crazy yeah but that was just because of pure hype you know what i mean and yeah. that's what i'm talking about like having the right people around you to kind of because it's so easy to just be like yeah I'm, I'm gonna bitch out man i'm not gonna do this like but if you got the right the right set of homies around you it's like you can do anything you know yeah they'll get you juiced for sure and everyone will kind of like feed off each other and hyper focus like it's the best thing about filming a trick and someone's trying to like really get something done you just everyone's kind of involved even if they're on the sidelines their energy or all that stuff yeah that that's like what i miss about skating the most is like going on big sessions where you know even if got like there's six people and five of them are sitting down and you're the only person trying to trick and like everyone's hyped you know what i mean yeah when's the last time you were able to skate like get a good session in um, I 
actually skate a lot, like, just for fun. I do a bunch of flat ground, and, like, you know, I'll go cruise around. But I just worry so much about getting hurt that I don't push it too hard. Like, I'll just skate, like, a box or something. I probably skated with Barty, like, maybe a couple months ago, man. Nice. Chase, Chase, Chase is the man, dude. He shreds. Yeah. I haven't yeah, seen Chase. him in a while. Fucking changed my life, man. He's a good dude. <laughs> Solid filmer and shredder. Yeah. <laughs> so how, So we're skating... How'd you do in school? In school? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't do well. I had a lot of stuff going on at home. Yeah. And, like, skateboarding was kind of like my... You know, like, I just couldn't wait to get home and then skateboard all night, so I didn't have to be home. Yeah. Uh, and I ended up dropping out of school at, like, 15, 16, something like that. Could you do the work? Was it hard? No, the, the school was super easy for me. Like, I, I learned really fast, and I, you know, I had great good grades. It was just, like... I ended up running away from home, so it was like I had a, I just left, you know, like I didn't have a choice, really. Yeah. Um, and that's how I ended up in Providence. I just ended up fucking taking off, and uh, I just didn't care about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I finished high school. Uh, barely. <laughs> I had to go yeah. back and take a summer class just because, like, I was absent, absent a bunch, too. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, I feel like it's tough, man, like. Like, I ran away from home and, like, kept going to school and then got arrested. Really? Like, yeah. <laughs> What'd you get arrested for? For running away from home, I guess. Like. Oh, they bust your ass, bro. Yeah. So, we were living in Fall River. Or, no, we were living in Brockton. And uh, they moved to Fall River. And, like, the day before we moved, I ran away from home. Because they had to leave without me, you know? Like, they had no choice. Yeah. And then, you know, I just, like, hung out in my friends' houses for a little while. And then, like, I eventually kept going back to school. And they were, like, you know, they the, my parents had called the police. And then they realized that I was, like, showing up to school every day. <laughs> he still <laughs> got a were, schedule. Like, got a couple of those. Yeah. <laughs> and they were, like, that's the weirdest thing ever. We've never had somebody run away from, like, you know what I mean? Run away from home. And go to school. <laughs> they were like, did you did you think we weren't going to catch you? I was like, I don't know, man. I wasn't thinking. <laughs> I just was fucking doing what I normally do. Why'd you, skateboarding. Have to, why'd you have to get away from home, though? Uh, you know, my parents were just like, they weren't. My, I had a stepdad who was just like a bad dude. Just did a lot of drugs and was very, like, abusive. Yeah. And he would just be crazy, you know? Like, some days he would be tweaking out over nothing and then he'd be fine and... It's kind of just like, uh, I just didn't want to be there, you know? Yeah, yeah, I can relate to that, dude. I, I hate when, like, your home is unstable. That's the worst thing. Your home's supposed to be where you can sit and chill and, like, not have to worry about uh, arguments or violence for the most part, you know? Yeah, for sure. It should be a safe haven, but, like, definitely been in those situations where you can't live in those situations at all. It's not good for you. Yeah, yeah. and I, exactly what you said. Like, it's just unstable. From day to day, it's completely different. You know, he could be the nicest person, and then, like, within, like, a couple hours could want to kill you, you know, and you're just like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, my mom had a little bit of that in her, so it was just like, you never knew what was going on. The bottom falls out, and you're like, oh my god, this is bullshit, like, you're just, yeah. you're just trying to get through your day at school or whatever, you know, your normal fucking teenager bullshit, and then that shit happens, the adults are acting stupid. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was a weird time, man. I used to be so terrified to walk in the door because, like, they, the living room was like right by the front door, and my room was in the back. So it's like, no matter what, I'd have to like come in through the front door and kind of pass them. You know what I mean? So, and they would always my stepdad would work and then come home and sit on the couch all night and drink beer. 
and like watch movies and shit. So yeah, you just never knew like which person you were gonna get when you opened the door. Like I'd skate all night and then just be like, "Fuck, all right, I gotta go home." Like I just dread it. I would literally sit on my front stoop just being like, "Fuck, like do I go in? Do I just not?" Like yeah, <laughs> nah, yeah, it was, nah. It was rough. Man. It was yeah. definitely an interesting time for sure. Well, good thing but for. It, Good thing for the homies, too. You end up going to Providence, you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, I definitely am where I am because of, like, people that I met through skateboarding. Uh, you know, crashing on couches and then getting jobs, you know, and stuff like that. Being able Because everyone, they, they understand, you know, they care about each other. Yeah. But, like, skateboard, skateboarding is a very unique group of people. I think they're self-aware, at least, at the least, most of them are self-aware because they are constantly out, like, pushing their limits on a skateboard, so they have to be very aware of what they're doing and on their board. I mean, and, and you're doing it for, for nothing, you know, for <laughs> nothing other than love, hoping to maybe get paid one day, but, you know, it's fucking hard, it's rare, like, yeah. but you're out there doing it every single day, you know, spending your money, putting your body through hell, like, you know. For what, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's taxing. It can be, you know? Yeah, I mean, but that breeds... And that takes a special kind of person to... Because, like, think about how many people quit. They're like, fuck this. Like, it's not going anywhere, you know? Like, I'm not getting paid. I'm not getting sponsored. I'm not getting hooked up. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah, for me, I was just like, uh... Well, I'm 35. How old are you, Spicy? 31, man. Nice, alright, so I got you by four years. I'm 35, so like, but my knees are kind of jacked. I can still skate, but like, depends on the day, you know, and the weather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but I've just had to like, since I can't, some days I just can't be pro, you know, like I'm just not that good that day, so I'm like, yeah. amateur at best. <laughs> I'll just film, or like, I do other shit now, basically, that still involves skateboarding, and it feels like yeah. just as rewarding, you know, like I film a lot more, and I, uh... What's but, like, think about when you were, like, 20-something, you know, and you were, like, in the middle of, uh, like, you know, what, the height of your career or something. Yeah. Like, did you ever feel like, fuck, man, I can't be pro today? Like, you were like, dude, I, even though I'm hurting, I'm fucking tired, I have to be pro. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of pressure. Like, and, yeah, that's exhausting, you know? And fighting is the same way. Like, when I go to a new gym, like, it's just like, uh, like, you go skate with a bunch of, like, kids, you know, they want to show off in front of you. They want to fucking beat you and skate. They want to... <laughs> You know what I mean? This guy's a pro skateboarder. Like, I need to prove to him that I'm good, too. So, I, yeah, it's it's like when you go into a new gym, like, people are trying to kill you because they're you're at where they want to be at, you know? Yeah. And it's tough to be like, man, I'm not feeling fucking pro right now. Like, I'm tired of <laughs> yeah. it's, it's an even more ego-driven thing. Like, fighting is a very, you know... Yeah. It's literally winning and losing. It's, it's uh... It's fucking interesting, man. Yeah, it's competitive. It's like a definitely win and loss. But that's good for your character. You learn to lose, you know, and hopefully get your wins, too. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of... Yeah, that's sure, That's like with battle and tricks, you know? You get so many, you film these video parts, and then it's just like, you know, hopefully you age gracefully and you have to let go of it, you know? But it's still like yeah. you had wins and losses and you enjoyed it more wins than losses. Yeah. What, sure, man. So what got you... So you, what got you sparked on fighting? Because this is where our stories kind of take a separate path to. Because you're skating, all I need video, and then all of a sudden you're in the UFC, <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy. But I didn't even for once even question it. I was like, yeah, Spicy could do that. Like you were big, you looked athletic, you could charge on a skateboard, you could clearly take a beating. I watched you take a few, so yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, didn't even question it. it made sense to me. Yeah, 
I love skateboarding, and uh, that's all I wanted to do, you know? Like, I wanted to fucking be a pro skateboarder um, and be fucking admired and, you know, all that shit that comes with fucking being a pro skateboarder. Not even, like, the money, but just, like, people being like, dude, you're sick. Like, I fucking love your, your parts or, you know, because that's what means the most to me. And, yeah. Uh, and just, like, skateboarding, man, I saw it on TV one day. It was the first um, free show they did on Spike TV because it had always been on pay-per-view before that. And I saw it on Spike TV, and I was like, dude, this is the craziest shit <laughs> ever. And uh, right away, I went on to, like, LimeWire and started downloading a bunch of fights, like, and just, like, I just submerged myself into it. Like, I didn't know what I was doing, and, like, I didn't know anything about anything, like, but I just wanted to learn as much as I possibly could and, and see as much as I could and, like, yeah, I just got so hyped after that, man. And then, just like skateboarding, I, like, found a place to train, you know, met the right people. Like, luckily for me, I, I met the right people at an early part of my career. Whereas, like, half of fighting, like, you're, you're bouncing around between bad gyms. You don't know what's good, you don't know what's bad. What's good training, what's bad training. And uh, luckily, I got good training right away. And just like with skateboarding, like, I learned really fast because, like, skateboarding is just being in a parking lot for hours trying to make something perfect like trying to do this like okay i'm doing a 360 flip but like man i want it to be perfect like i want to do it every try perfect and like fighting all that is is like it's doing a bunch of moves and making it perfect like it's the same thing and i just transfer that over to training and, and fighting like my brain just learns that way uh so it's like, you know, I'd see a bunch of moves and I'd be able to get them right away because, like, I can just process information like that. Yeah. Um, and I don't get discouraged. Like, you know, skateboarding, to get one trick, 10 seconds of footage is hours of jumping downstairs and fucking slamming and getting, <laughs> you know, bombed and fucking hurt. And, and like, you know, so many people quit MMA or jiu-jitsu because it's tough, it's hard. Like, you can't do it all the time, or you're fucking, you know, it's like a lo lo long time of just, like, failing. Yeah. And uh, skateboarding is, like, that was the biggest lesson that it taught me was that... Because that feeling of landing that trick, man, is way better than the feelings of losing and fucking fucking up every day. Like, I'm sure you've tried a trick for a month or something, you know? <laughs> for sure. I've and gone back so many times for certain tricks and just, like, stuck with it. There's tricks that I'm still fucking trying and can't get. It's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, and that feeling of landing that trick perfect and rolling away bolts is like, there's nothing like it, you know? Yeah, it's like a lining up the stars. That's what it feels like because you're, like, doing all the mathematics and you're trying to figure it out and you're trying to keep your nerves in the pressure and, like, you're trying to picture it. Like, a lot of times when someone's struggling with a trick and they're almost landing it, I'm always, like, I just say, like, yo, picture the landing. Like, picture your, like, literally close your eyes right now and just picture you riding away because, like, half of it is nerves, you know, and, like, yeah. yeah, and that feeling, for sure, it must be like winning a fight, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is the same thing. It's the, when I do something perfect, like in training, like I feel like, fuck, man, that was the best day, you know? And there's a lot of days where you're like, man, that sucks, I had a bad shitty day, or, you know, I got beat up. But it's like the feeling, and then winning a fight is like, the. it's like, you know, putting out a fucking banger part and it being the best thing ever, you know? Yeah, like you're going viral. You're like, yeah! <laughs> yeah, like winning a fight is just like, it's almost, it's relieving, you know? Like, it's not even happiness or, 
like, jocking yourself. Like, it's just like, fuck, man, I put in all this work, and it fucking worked out great. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then, you you know, you rest for a little bit, and then it's right back to it. Like, you put out a video part, it, it's hype for, like, a month or two or whatever, a year. But you got to get working on the next project, you know what I mean? You just got to keep it going, and you just want to get better and better and better. Yeah, and it's long-term. If you're going to play something, play it long-term for sure so you can get better. And, uh... Yeah, with fighting, it's probably moder- It's probably hard to manage that. It's, I guess that's in your training, huh? Like people, te- people kind of. Do you have like coaches and stuff like that? I have talked to you, talked to you all about that. Yeah, I have a whole team. You know, like people that I rely on, that are my coaches, my friends, like training partners. Um, you really got to surround yourself with the best people and and what works for you. You know, and it's tough, man. Like I, I have friends that will win a fight and they'll be so hyped and they're like. I don't know, man, like, uh, having a fight is, like, it's 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 so much pressure, it's so, so much anxiety, and then you have the media that's involved, like, so you're getting all this attention, you know, all this shit, it's all about this one day, and then it's over. <laughs> like, and, and they move on to the next fight, because there's another card a week later, you know what I mean? Like, and then your purpose is kind of lost, like, you're like, fuck, I don't have to diet, I don't have to train every day, like, what do I do? Like, you don't know how to be a normal person again, because, like, you just spent every day thinking about this one moment and and putting all of your efforts into this one night and you know hopefully it turns out perfect and you win but even like winning and losing like i still almost feel the same like it's this kind of depression like it's it's weird man because there's like nothing like you know and you don't get a fight right away like once i fight probably have like a few months off six months off or something and it's probably not it's not guaranteed that you'll get a fight is it or is it like you know one's coming no, it's like they'll call you, you know, like yeah. a matchmaker would be like, hey, we have this fight for you. Like, you know, I fought in December last. I probably won't fight till May. You know what I mean? That's a long time to, to not have a fight. Yeah, but that's a long time to like have to stay sharp because you probably have to stay in condition, huh? You have to, be, man. Yeah. It's like it's more work for yourself later on, you know, like it's just like skateboarding. Like if you take a bunch of time off, like it's going to be hard to get back on your board and start to kill it right away. Like. You're going to have to get back into shape. You're going to have to, like, get your timing back, your feeling back. Like, everything is, I don't know, like, uh, so for me, like, I just train all the time because this is what I love to do. And I don't really know what else to do. Like, just like skateboarding, like, this is all I want to be good at. I want to fucking put my all into it because, you know, it's going to work out if you do that. Well, I'm glad. Uh, it might not work out. Well, I'm glad you do. I'm glad you do because... Like, in fighting, that seems like you should definitely not half-heart that, you know? (laughs) You'd be surprised, man. There's a lot of people that half-heart it. And and the thing with... Same thing with skateboarding, dude. Like, there's guys that fucking party, that fucking, you know, don't skate that much, and they can just put out fucking good shit. And you're like, you're like, what the fuck, man? That dude was wasted all night, barely slept, and then got up and, like, crushed this hammer, you know? like Somehow, yeah. But if you had to get in and fight someone who's been killing it all day, if it was about fighting. Yep. <laughs> but, dude, some, some people can do that, man. They can not train. They can fucking wow. slack off. And, and it can still work out, man. Fighting is, like, the... It's literally the craziest thing I've ever been involved with in my life. I wonder if there's, like, a Kenny Powers out there. He's just fucking riding jet skis, getting fucked up, but kicking ass, you know? <laughs> dude, there is. Check out this... Dude, check out this guy, Cowboy Cerrone, man. Oh, I've heard him on uh, on other podcasts before. He sounds like a wild yeah, man. <laughs> he's a wild man. Dude. Like, he goes bull riding. He goes jet skiing. Like, he, you know, he trains. He trains hard. He fucking drinks Budweiser all the time. Like... <laughs> But he's just one of those guys that can show up and fight, man. And it doesn't matter if you're fucking 
like trained every day as hard as you fucking could or if you like some guys are just naturals you know yeah yeah some guys have to fucking work at it and and uh put in a lot of work and, and time and all that shit man it's like i said there's no right way to do anything like there's uh, it's like it's it's crazy it's a mind fuck yeah you got to kind of just know what's right you got to focus on yourself really and just kind of like see what's good for you so you can gauge it you know because other people they're all over the place everyone's different for sure you know we're all built different we handle stress different we are diets like i can eat whatever and i just move faster so like but some people some of my friends eat like shit and they don't move at all you know yeah affects everyone and, I, and you know what'd you say everyone's affected differently you know like yeah uh, yeah there's no one size fits all for sure man if yeah you, you dwell on that you'll be you'll be behind the whole time like yeah or if you even dwell on what other people are doing like i used to be like fuck man i'm working so hard and this guy who's not working as hard is getting more opportunities and shit and yeah. it's not about that you know it's like you just gotta fucking keep putting your head down and your time will come you know yeah 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 it's that's what gives me would drive me crazy if i had five months or if i didn't have something to work on i'd have to work on something i guess you're you're you're, well, you're in the gym though that's what I mean. Like, uh, I have to be in the gym all the time because it's like I have to be working on something because it's just like skateboarding. Like, I would just skateboard every day no matter what, you know, whether we were filming a part or not. Yeah. Do you, have a, uh, do you, ever, do you ever film your training sessions and stuff like that? Um, I, I don't. I used to. I do, like, sometimes, but I don't really trip on it because I can, I can kind of feel. Like, I, I know my body. I know... My body really well from skateboarding. Nice. Like, I can feel when I'm having a good day, when I'm on, when I'm off. Like, a lot. I know a lot of people that do film it and they like just sit there and look at the footage all the time and kind of trip out and kick at it. You know what I mean? But I can just tell by doing it. Well, I I meant more like in the way like if you made like a vlog or like a some video series of like showing stuff that you do because I'd watch the shit out of that. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't know, man. I'm just kind of like a... I just like to put my head down and work. Like, I don't really... and Which is bad. Like, I should be building a brand and, you know, like, putting content out there. And you got to get more fans and stuff. But that's just not who I am. And I think that's, like, kind of a big problem, you know? Yeah. Uh, some people are like... Some of the best dudes on a skateboard are kind of like not... They don't they don't focus on that at all. <laughs> yeah. They just fucking skate, you know? And it, it works out for those guys sometimes and... You know, sometimes it doesn't, like, because yeah. you can be the best skateboarder ever, but if no one knows who you are, then you're not fucking doing anything in, in the industry, you know? Yeah, well, I'll say this, I'm a fan of Eric Spicely, so, like, I would watch if you, like, went skating one week, and then one week you're training, and you just made it, even if you put up one video a week, I would watch it, if it was, yeah. like, uh, if, if it was something you worked on, you know, because it's kind of cool. I, mean, I, I really should do that. Because I do live, I live a pretty interesting life. Like I kind of go, I'm out in a lot of places. I'm doing a lot of stuff, and um, it would be helpful to like what I'm trying to do. But I'm just not there yet, you know. Like I just can't. It just feels too like contrived to me. Like yeah, here, look at what I'm doing. Like because it's the shit that I care about, you know. Like and I don't know if anyone else is gonna care or vibe with it. Mm. Um, and some people just do it anyway. Like if you don't like it, don't watch or you know whatever. But it's just not who I am. And I think I just gotta get better at like, cause like you know, fighting media, all that stuff. You gotta, you gotta talk to people. You gotta be interesting. You know, you have to have personality. You can't just fucking be like, yeah, I'm here to fight and go home. Like, yeah. Well, it can. Just like, I imagine. Like, man, there's a million kids that want to fucking be where you're at. You know. 
Yeah. And they'll 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 sign somebody else. Like who's gonna sell boards? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I the the only thing I say is I love stories. I'm super like into stories and narrative and people's lo- like stories, and that's what adds value to their them like in their skating. You know, like the more you know about someone, the more you can understand their motives. You know, so yeah. I mean, I definitely would like I fo- super hyper focus on skateboarding, but it's so cool to have like audio and video things where we can show like. Because a lot of the shit you do must be, it's so, it's not what I do, you know? Like, I would just, yeah. I was already, like, wondering, like, what you do. It's funny, do you, have you ever watched uh, Nick Don Pierre's like, Instagram or YouTube? You seen what he's been up to? Yeah, I saw that he's doing, like, uh, fitness coaching and, like, bodybuilding and shit. And Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's another dude who's really good at, like, putting out content and, like, people are hyped on it, man. That dude's got a ton of followers and, and, uh... It's crazy to see that Nick's into that. Like, I had no idea, you know? Like, whenever I hung out with Nick, it was always skating and stuff. But to Yeah, and he was a quiet dude. Like, he was kind of kept to himself. Like, yeah. And some, like I said, man, some people are just natural at it. Like, I'm just not... I have a good friend, man, who is like... I consider him to be literally one of the best fighters in the world. Yeah. And he's... But he's a quiet dude. He plays video games. He smokes weed. Like, he Same. keeps to himself. You know what I mean? And he's like, fuck, man, like, how do I get fans to like me? Like, uh, show what that. do I have to do? Show that. Just show them smoking weed, playing video games. <laughs> I would... <laughs> but, like, you know, but when you, you're in your own head, you're like, dude, no one's gonna fucking give a shit about this. Like, this is just the kooky shit that I'm into. <laughs> yeah. And once you just stop giving a fuck, like, he's gotten way better at that. You know, he can, like, people are like, damn, dude, you have so much personality. Like, I didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's tough, man. It's it's a it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting game for sure. It's entertainment, you know. Skateboarding is entertainment. Yeah, it definitely can be. It can be whatever. That's the cool thing. The similarities between fighting and skating is that you can be from any background, you can be from any class, you can be a jokester, you can be someone super serious. Everyone has access to skating or fighting. Like it's, exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, it's kind of like a ball of clay, and it's like what you decide to do with it is what becomes the creation, I guess. Yeah, and I think that's why I fell in love with it right away because it reminded me of skateboarding. The feeling was the same feeling I got when I went out and skated every day. Like It was like, man, this is all I want to do. I want to skate all day and night and come home and watch skate videos with my friends. Yeah. And then, like, wake up and do the same thing, you know? And I'm content with that. Like, nothing else matters. Not No job, you know, a girlfriend, anything like that. Like, like I just want to be doing this. And, like, fighting is the same way, man. Like, I literally, if I don't train, I, I go crazy. I feel, you know, depressed or bummed or something. Like... And yeah, it's not the same every day. It's not a hundred percent going hard, but it's like you know you're in the gym and you're fucking you're doing what you love to do. Yeah, it's nice that you know that because some people never even have like a, a passion or a drive for something. They haven't found something or they didn't pick something. Whatever it is, you know. Yeah, and that's not not that it's crazy to me, but it's like fuck, man. If you could only feel what I feel about this one thing, you know, and it's like think about how many people you've met that are like, dude, what. You're skateboarding? Like, how childish is that? Or, you know, like, why don't you fucking get a real job or something? Like, Oh, dude, I understand the kookiness of me going, all I need is skateboarding. Like, to someone who never has, like, had their heart beaten while riding a skateboard. I know how crazy that sounds. <laughs> yeah. And, I, like, fighting, man, it's not certain. It's not secure. It's not, you know what I mean? But it's like, fuck, man, my heart just beats so hard for it. And, uh... It's hard to, like, explain that to somebody who doesn't have anything like that. Like, someone that just works and, and comes home and plays with their dog or something, you know? It's like... Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a different feeling, man. It's, uh... 
it's intense for sure. Was there was there like a moment where you thought where you had a moment where you're like I could do this like on a professional level? Did it happen quickly? Was there like a long build up? Well, that was the whole thing with me. Like when I got into fighting, I didn't want to be a fighter. Like I wasn't like, oh, this is what I want to do with my life. I want to be a champion, you know? Yeah. I want like I was like I just want to do one pro fight and like that's it. So I set like little goals like that. Like I think what like kind of broke my heart in skateboarding is like since I was a kid, I was like, dude, I want to be the best. I want to be a pro skateboarder. I want to. And he, as you know, like it's not going to work out for everybody. Not everybody's gonna be a pro skateboarder, you know what I mean? Not everyone's going to sell a ton of boards and, like, put out sick video parts no matter how hard they try. Yeah. And that kind of, like, not broke my heart, but it deters you after a while. You're like, fuck, man, I've been doing this for so long, like, and I'm not where I want to be, like. Yeah. And, and it's because I had all that pressure that I put on myself. Like, instead of just being like, I just want to skate for fun and fucking, you know, get good and do a bunch of tricks and hang out with my friends, it's a different kind of mindset. Um, but with fighting, I was like, oh, I just want to fight. Like, I don't care about being famous i don't care about being a world champion like i just want to fight and and have fun and then so it's like i want to fight i'm like oh that was cool man i'll I'll do that again like i want another fight and i want another fight and then like you know someone's like dude you could fucking do something with this man like you're winning fights you're not getting hurt like you're crushing dudes like why don't you do this like professionally like and i was like oh i never really thought you know i just doing it for fun man like I just love to do it. Like, it's not, it's not work to me. It's not taxing. It's not, you know, it's just like something I would do whether you paid me or not. Yeah, I could see and the, I, I could see the pleasure in it. I bet it could be very pleasurable if, cause you, it's almost like you're landing tricks a lot when you're making all those moves. It's a high pressure and like you're aligning the stars. I guarantee it when you're doing those yeah. grappling and rolling and like, yeah, man, it's, it's definitely like that. And, uh, <laughs> And then, so I was like, all right, I'll buckle down. And, and I, you know, I met this coach who was like, dude, you push hard for five years. Like the next 10 years of your life are going to be easy. Like, and I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And then I just kind of put everything into it, you know, where like I trained super hard and like, and then I just kept winning. And, you know, I got to a point where like I was eight and oh, hadn't lost, hadn't even lost a round in fighting. Wow. It was like crazy. Cause I, like I said, I, I'm not the most athletic dude. I'm not like some bodybuilder. Or some super strong, you know, someone who did athletics since they were a kid. Like I just skateboarded. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't play football. I didn't wrestle. I didn't box. Like it's pretty hard to get into fighting late in life and be talented at it. You know, just like you can't just pick up a skateboard at 25 and hope you're gonna fucking have a good career. Like you gotta start when you're a kid. You gotta you know learn all that stuff, like all the body mechanics of it. And that's what comes from skateboarding as a child. You know. Yeah, that worked in your favor. Score one for Spicely. Yeah. yeah, skateboarding skateboarding paid like the biggest difference in, in me getting good at fighting in a short amount of time because I already had so much body awareness I already had so much like you know like a lot of it is just feeling like yeah. fighting is all about like being at the right place at the right time and moving shifting your body weight like doing all this stuff and a lot of like a lot of people that train like the whole first few years is all about like learning how to move your body in this completely foreign way like you gotta, you know, someone's throwing a punch at your face, like, you gotta be able to, like, block it and defend it, and not do what you should, like, your body's normally, like, you're gonna run away, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like in skateboarding, like, you're gonna fall. You have to learn how to fall 
to land a trick down the big set of stairs, or else you're just going to be scared the whole time. Yeah, that's like a lot of my... I do skateboard lessons nowadays, and that's... I get little kids that are, like... I have a couple little girls and, like, a bunch of little boys, and they're all from, like, 10 to 15, and a lot of it is just learning how to balance and find our center of balance and push and start getting in motion, and then the rest is, like, learning how to fall safely from the bottom up, from the... Start yeah. at the bottom and work our way up the ramps, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And that's... You know, your body naturally is designed to not fall, to not get hit, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. So you have to unlearn all that stuff, you know? Like, you just gotta unlearn it, and that takes so much time. But if, like, you know, I came into training and fighting, like, already being like, dude, I can take punishment. Like, I would fall downstairs all the time. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I didn't have to go through that, like, grace period of learning. Like, I already kind of was there. Yeah, um, that's it. I, I ended up, like, picking it up really fast, man. Like, I got my jiu-jitsu black belt in five and a half years, which is... Half the time, most people take to get their black belts. Wow, that's crazy. It's crazy to think that you have a black belt. That's sick, too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty nuts, man. But it's like, it's all about feeling your body and being able to use it and uh, being sharp, you know what I mean? Like, skateboarding is all about being sharp. Like, you got to think about so much stuff and look and pay attention and you got to watch for rocks, cracks. You got to, like have your feet in the right place at the right time like you have to have your weight centered perfectly like to land something to do something yeah definitely and, and i just translated that to, to training and it was like it was you know they say that skateboarders and surfers are the best people to do jujitsu really that's it yeah what? that's like a big thing like all the dudes that like in brazil and all these other places like all they do is surf and do jujitsu and you can do like um you can practice like jujitsu without having to fight someone right it's you can yeah yeah Sure. You just roll and, and practice uh, positions and stuff, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I always worry because of my knee. My knee's like jacked to the point where like it would hurt to bend a certain way, you know? And that's what yeah. would worry me about trying it. But it looks amazing and super fun and addictive. Like you too, yeah. you could get really stuck in a rabbit hole trying to learn shit. Do you know what's crazy, man? Is there's so many pro skateboarders that are super into jiu-jitsu and MMA. Like dudes hit me up all the time. Like, legends. People that I looked at, like, dude, Brian Sumner hits me up all the time. <laughs> Sick. He's been on the podcast. <laughs> he, he does jiu-jitsu. His son does jiu-jitsu, man. Like, Dakota, maybe? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. Um, dude, Ricky Ayola hits me up all the time. Wait, he does jiu-jitsu or he wants to? His kids do jiu-jitsu, man. Wow. But he's a super big, super big fan. Like, he watches all the UFCs. Like, he hits me up and, like, fans out. Like you would as a kid talking to your, see your favorite skateboarder. Like just... He's asking me, it's just weird, you know? I'm like, dude, I used to fucking look up to you and like, you know, <laughs> like if I saw you, I'd freak the fuck out. And now you're fucking messaging me, like asking me like the lamest questions, you know? Like You guys are just, it, you guys are just fanning out on each other. He's like fanning out on your UFC and you're fanning out on his push. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. Like, uh, you know, Tom Knox, the old, uh, of course, yeah. Cruiser, he fucking hits me up like dude trains jiu-jitsu like super super big into it like it's just crazy man yeah that's kind of sick because you were saying like that's kind of what you wanted out of skating was like kind of like just to like meet those dudes that kill it and be a part of it you know it's like yeah you kind of got to talk to Ricky O. <laughs> and well then it's like you know you meet these guys and like you know like brian summer's like dude come out to Huntington beach come train you know i'll give you a place to stay like it's just like skateboarding man you meet the right people and like it opens up so many doors. You get to go travel. You get to you have a place to stay, and it's like right away you're homies. You know what I mean? Even though you don't know each other, like it's just like I met you. You're like, dude, you're, you're friends with my 
Coach Sam, like, yeah, I'll hook you up on the board. I'll help you out. Like Similarity. It's just like, you know, if that person likes that person and that person's like that, they got similar qualities. So you kind of like, yeah. especially if you, exactly. when you meet a skater, and I'm sure when you meet someone who's a fighter that actually does it all the time and like, you can tell the quali- some of the qualities they might have, you know? Because you know what yeah. it takes to do that shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You, you, like, have that mutual respect for each other right yeah. away. Because it's like, dude, you know what it's like to fucking grind like this and, and work super hard at something. And, and I do, too. And, then, like, right away, you just, like, you know, I have friends that, man, like, I've met through fighting that are, like, my best friends in the entire world. Yeah, that's... I mean, not, not everybody's great. Just, like, in skateboarding, you're going to meet assholes. You're going to meet dudes that are cocky and fucking high up themselves. Um, but for the most part, you meet some really good dudes and, and, uh, you know, that's how I ended up in Vegas. That's how I ended up in Montreal. Like someone's like, dude, come out and train. And you're like, fuck man. Like now I'm at the best gym in the, like one of the best gyms in the world. (laughs) And it's like all because like I met this dude, you know, and and we both share the same fucking love for something. Yeah. It's hard to say no to that. Like, yep, I'm in, I'm fucking in. (laughs) What else are we going to do? Why why not? (laughs) It's just, I'm sure you've met dudes that are like, dude, come out to California and sleep on my couch and like come skate you know what i mean and it's like all right yeah some of the best decisions <laughs> exactly yeah. um exactly i, I kind of wanted to ask you like have you ever fought someone where there was like real animosity like you guys really didn't like each other no that's never happened to me man and that's just not the person i am like i know a lot of guys that have to be mad and hate the person like yeah to fight them you know and i just i feel like that's why I've been able to be so successful because I'm just calm. Like, I don't get stressed out. I don't get mad. I'm nervous, but I'm not like, I gotta kill this motherfucker. Like, you know, because when you're like that, you're not gonna perform properly. Like, your brain is clouded, you know? Yeah. Um, and everybody I've ever fought has always been cool to me and cool afterwards. And, you know, there's been, like, people that have, like, talked shit to me to get me into, like, fighting them. Yeah. But it's, it's like, I don't know, man. It's all a joke. It's like, it's fighting. Like, we're yeah. here to do a job. You're not going to kill me. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you train, I train, like, we'll fight. Like, why do you have to say all this other shit? You know, if people want to be entertaining or they see other people doing it, like Conor McGregor, and yeah. they want to get to that level, you know? Like, they're, they're like, okay, well, I have to be like this to to be successful or something, you know? Yeah, I, it's yeah. strange. They do that in skating, too, like some people. Of course. Yeah, you see it. You're like, what the fuck? Somebody, somebody wears a certain type of clothes or something like that and then people are like dude i gotta dress like that now to yeah to get to get picked up or something you know and it's like people see through that you know what i mean like yeah if you're not yourself it'll it'll come out like it'll it'll just always come out in the wash you know yeah that's why i always give people like yourself and even westgate because he's like my homie and and he uh he's kind of a quiet dude and he doesn't really like promote his stuff too much and i'm always like wishing that he, that he would because i'm like dude you're one of the raddest dudes like he works hard he has like yeah and i'm like you would be the great role model you should like you would be a great role model you should show what you do because that's like who i who people should aspire to be pro you know and it's like yeah. i'm always like you have this huge following in your pocket <laughs> and i'm like yeah. otherwise those kids are gonna have to go watch some fucking there's like a lot of garbage out there you know of dudes that are over promoting yeah. and trying to market and sell you shit all the time and you're like that ruins it you know it's gotta be a, like a counterbalance somehow i mean I, I just like guys that have always stayed true to themselves and kind of you know what i mean like I, I feel like you've always been someone who's like all right like you know everyone's wearing fucking earth tones and like and whatever and 
you know, tight clothes and all this shit. And you're like, dude, I'm the same fucking dude. Like, I'm going to be bumping too hot, <laughs> wearing the same gear and doing the tricks that I like to do. And if you don't like it, like, too bad, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's sick. That's but, that's that's how it, um, it's probably why we're friends. You're similar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And because you see the guy that changes his style, you know, three times in the last, like, few years that was like super into hip hop and, and baggy clothes. And now he's wearing tight black jeans and like, you know, grew his hair out and, and all. And you're like, dude, you're just switching up, man. Because that's like the current style in skateboarding right now. Yeah, dude, I see it all the time. There's like kids that pop out. They look like they came straight from the meme factory where they saw some video that went viral and they're dressing exactly like whoever doing the same exact trick that they saw. Uh, yeah. It's like insane. There's like armies of like drones. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's like, dude, they, we already have a, I mean, it's like when PJ Ladd came out, like, everyone wanted to be like PJ, like, everyone bought all his boards, like, bought ES, you know, uh, Excels, and, like, no, it's all good. Try to, <laughs> try to be exactly like him, and it's like, we already have a PJ, you know, it's like, you gotta be yourself, man, and that is what I feel like shines through more than, than anything else. Yeah, and that's what, that, exa I agree, and that's the people I think that should put out content so I can watch like, it. Like, I, like you said, Westgate, Westgate has been the same dude. The entire time, you know what I mean? Like, he's never switched up, and, and he just fucking kills it. And people love him because of his work, you know what I mean? Not because, like, of his antics, not because he's crazy and, yeah. you know, gets all fucked up and, or whatever, like... Yeah. And he just goes home and does the shit that he loves to do. Like, he... Like, a, like I watched some of his, like, Epically Laters and shit, and I'm like, dude, I... Like, Westgate is the sickest dude because... He does what he loves to do and doesn't care what anyone thinks. Like, he's not trying to be and sell you something. Yeah, he's definitely. You're gonna, you're gonna you're gonna buy it because you're fucking you're vibing with what he does. Yeah, he's definitely focused on what he does. I I agree with that. I just we were talking about vlogs not that long ago, and people get like this feeling when they think of like a vlog, like a video vlog, because they see like these dudes that do it, and they have like their hair all done up, and they got all this like they're putting on a persona, you know. So yeah. like they kind of scare away people like other pros from doing it and i'm like it's just a tool like you could just use that tool to promote your lifestyle and like to me brandon is like the dude that is like kids should look up to you know but they don't like they just yeah. they see his skating and i'm always just like you should you should promote a little more you know but it's fine it's his stuff his life but it's just like uh it's funny because some people have to be fully submersed and focused on it and that detracts from yeah. it i guess so yeah, I mean, like like you said, doing vlogs, it's almost like you just kind of turn shit at the wall and, like, hoping what sticks, you know? But, like, the best vlogs are the dudes that are just themselves. Like, yeah. They're, they're hyped on what they're doing, and, like, you know, hopefully you are, too. And if you're not, you don't watch it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like Joe Rogan just, like, does what he wants, says what he wants, and, you know what I mean? Like, people are hyped on him because they feel that. Yeah. Like, he was, like, you know, changing his views because that's not what's popular or, you know, I don't know. Like, it, it's tough. I think it's hard, man. It's definitely, uh, you gotta like find yourself. Um, yeah. And you gotta go through a bunch of different styles to find yourself and, and, uh, what feels comfortable, you know? Yeah. It's weird. Kids nowadays have to grow up with like social media. It's already introduced to them. They have phones at such a young age. They're like, yeah. Imagine trying to find yourself and then also like put it out there to the world. <laughs> yeah. Like we avoided yeah. some of that because it came afterwards. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And you only watched video parts, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> and now it's like you can get sponsored by how many followers you have on Instagram and shit. And uh, fighting is the same way, man. Like the bigger the following you have, the more 
money they're going to put into you, the more marketing dollars, you know what I mean? Because, like, that's what sells, you know? Yeah. Like I said, my friend, my friend is one of the best fighters in the world. Like, he's a super good dude. He trains harder than anyone I've ever seen. And, like, you know, he doesn't talk shit. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't have anything crazy about him. Like, he doesn't have crazy hair or, you know what I mean? Like, dress a certain way or have crazy tattoos. Like, he's just a fucking regular dude. Yeah. And, uh... It's tough to stand out, you know, and you'll meet people that are like, dude, I fucking, I love you because your fighting style's sick, you know, I don't know, it's, those are the fans that I love to meet, like, because, I, like, I don't have a very, uh, fan-friendly style, you know what I mean, like, it's very grappling-heavy, and, and, uh, what do they like, fan- sorry to cut you off. What do they like? Like, f- fucking Van Damme style? Like, come out wild? Like, that's probably the most entertaining? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the most entertaining is, like, blood and knockouts. You know? Yeah, it like, makes sense. A, because if you don't know anything about fighting, you know that, like, all right, that dude got fucked up. Like, that's all, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, re- wrestling and jiu-jitsu is very, like, intricate. It's very, you know, it's like tech skating. Like, <laughs> like think about, like, Ronson Lambert, dude, who just fucking kills it. Yeah, I but do. it's like maybe not the most appealing style to everyone because it's like oh, I can't do that. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like he's just doing a bunch of shit. Yeah, it's like, kind of like handrail skating versus tech skating on manuals yeah. and stuff. If you're doing the big ass handrail, the big stair sets, you're like, I can understand that. Like that's crazy. <laughs> it's entertaining. <laughs> it's it's entertaining because it's like, dude, that's that was fucking gnarly. And yeah. like the demographic for fighting is like 18 to 30 year old like males, and they. Most people that watch fighting don't train. They don't understand what's going on. Yeah. They just know that two guys are in there trying to kill each other. And, you know, if you're, if you're not like a guy that knocks people out, it's kind of hard to get ahead, you know? Yeah. You don't have to... And you, don't have, you, you don't have a gimmick. You, you know, your, your style is not very fan-friendly. Like, you got to work way harder than the person who's, like, knocking dudes out but maybe kind of sucks at fighting, you know? Yeah. Well, that's why, so, I, that's why I suggest, the, like, a vlog or, like, um, some sort of show where it's, like, you're the you're the host of the show, but you're just showing them the cool shit you do. Because then yeah. you could kind of – because the cool thing that I learned, like, when I was riding for all those companies, like, I skated for Birdhouse and New York, it was, like, they kind of just put me in their clothes and, like, they promoted me. I had no control, you know? Because we didn't have the yeah. phones and stuff then. It was just, like yeah. – Literally, I'd put on their clothes, they'd shoot the photos, I'd skate in the video parts, they'd edit it, put their own music to it. It was like yeah. they owned my rights, you know? And now with like yeah. the with, with like social media and the capabilities to do vlogs and podcasts, we can actually like just become our own, our own uh, voice, you know? Which is rad because everyone has a unique sure. voice. Everyone has a very unique voice and personality. Everyone's different. So it's just like I look at it like tools. Like, some people get a hold of fire, and they'll burn a village down. Some people get a hold of fire, they'll forge steel, they'll shape the steel and fucking build the town, you know? And it's like, yeah. the technology that we have, it's like, I don't know. That's why I'm always, like, telling dudes, I'm like, you should do, like, one video a week. It'd be sick. Even if it was just, like, coffee with Spicely, and then you'd talk about fighting or something. That would be see, so like, sick. Like, <laughs> it's just like you said, like, I, I'm part of that, like, kind of old-school skating, like, generation where, like, like, I still feel weird about posting shit on Instagram, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I have friends that post three things a day, you know, that <laughs> all, about, all about what they do. And I'm like, fuck, man, that's lame. Like, I don't give a shit, but that's what you have to do to get yourself out there. Like, you have to put stuff out there. But maybe and, not uh, three, not maybe three times a day. I'd say, like, if you created something once a week where people could follow it, that'd be sick. Because then they'd, like, tune in and it'd be like you'd have this platform to talk to, you know, of people that might actually, yeah. like, know you and really like you, you know? It's hard to build yeah. it up, but it's like one day a week would be sick, you know? 
It's hard though. Yeah, man, I completely agree. But like I said, I like I feel like I'm still from that like older generation where like yeah. I don't give a shit about that because I never had to do that. Like I never yeah. have to post things on Instagram or, or Twitter. And, uh, <laughs> Twitter's hard as hell. I don't get it. It's it's like a, it's, it's a joke to me. Like because I see I see the shit that people put out and I'm like I laugh. I'm like dude, you're fucking so lame. Yeah. Like, but that's what fans want to see. You know, they want to know that you're a person and like what you're doing. And uh, I just want to fucking put my head down and train. You know. Yeah. And Let the work. That's not that's not always the best thing. Yeah, I mean, definitely there's a balance in it because there's some people that work too much and they don't share at all. And then there's some people that share it all and they don't do any work on themselves. And you're like, there needs to be like a balance. That's what I'm saying. It's like there's dudes that do shit like podcasts and vlogs and they just like they doing it for weird reasons. So it's like transparent, you know, it's not like they're they're just doing it because they enjoy it. Like, you know, when people skate and they're doing it just to get notoriety or whatever, or same with fighting, I bet you can see people, they're just in it for one thing and they're just like kind of self-centered or whatever, you know, like there's always people that do that in anything, you know, it's like, but when, when you're trying to make money, you know, like you got to do that shit. Like the whole goal is to make as much money as possible. So I don't have to get a real job. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like at some point, like a, you can see in my Instagram where it like switches. Like I don't post about dumb, like most of my posts are about fighting. Yeah. Um, because it's like, all right, you gotta kind of bite the bullet and do what you don't want to do if you want to be successful. Yeah. Because just being the best fighter it doesn't fucking pay the bills. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the dudes that are the best skateboarders but don't want to do that extra shit, guys like Bobby Puello, uh, Puello and like Ricky, who are the fucking I think they're the best fucking dudes ever. They are. But they don't they do not do all the extra shit that, like, other <laughs> kids are doing, you know what I mean? So it's, like, it's kind of tough. You're not going to get paid, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, but it's all about what, why you're doing it. Like, if you're doing it to get paid, then you got to sell out, you know what I mean? Like, not sell out, but you got to play the game. Yeah. You got to play the game a little bit. And that's fine. That's true. Because, like, it, you know, if you – it's it, the hard, what we're talking about is trying to find a way to monetize your art, whatever that is, whether it's skateboarding, yeah. pole dancing, fighting, whatever. And everybody would love to live their dream, right, if they could earn it. And, and like, that's what I think about America. I'm like, you should be able to, like, dream big and be, one of pro, be a pro skateboarder or a fighter as long as you're willing to earn it. You know, you have to, like, yeah. r- really work for it. And that's, like, kind of where that promotion part comes in because it's weird because, like – Back in the day, to get sponsored, companies, they'd promote you for you to magazines and yeah. videos. They would promote you, and they'd put you out there. But now it's, like, democratized where, like, if you can promote yourself in a way that you can manage. Because that's a hard fucking thing to do is to promote, like, yeah. it, it's hard to, like, to say, like, what you mean all the time. And it's it makes you vulnerable at times talking to people. And, like, it's a skill definitely that's hard to earn. But, but um I don't know. It feels like that's what it's. The, this is what it is. We have these technologies. We have these ways to use these tools to like try to show what we're doing and why we're doing yeah. it. That way, it adds value to it, you know. Because like to me, yeah. just having you on the podcast already makes me more of a fan of your fighting. Because now I know you're like a down. Like I already knew you were down to earth, but we haven't talked in so long. It's just like re-sparked why I'd want to root for you. You know what I yeah. mean? Like there's yeah. there's depths to things that hard like people like a Westgate that like keep their head down and grind. There's depths to them that. I'm just like, I want to see, uh, it'd be sick for them to share that because that depth, like, yeah. would make you love that so much more, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I feel like Epic later, like, really, like, there was always be people like, oh, that dude's sick, but, like, I don't know anything about him, you know? And then yeah. when you get to hear a story and you get to see what their life's about, you're like, dude, I'm a fucking huge fan now. Like, I yeah. want to see that dude do well. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I, I love 
that shit. You know what I mean? And I, it's just like, I just, you got to get over that hump of like, you got to put yourself out there. You know what I mean? You got to just kind of do it. Yeah. And, uh, you got to set your goals. Like, you know, my friend, like I said, doesn't care about being famous. He just wants to work hard and, and fight. And you got to kind of have to be like, okay, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to be successful, which is earning the most money possible so you don't have to get a job again? Then you got to fucking do the interviews. You got to do the, you know, I used to be like, I don't want to do interviews. I think it's corny. I don't want to do this. It's corny. Like, but then I'm like, okay, well, do I want to, like, there's, in the UFC, there's only 500 people under contract at one time. That's amazing. So people, that's amazing. Hold on. That's amazing that you're, you're, you're involved in that. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very surreal. Yeah. You know? So you can get to that spot, but you got to keep it. You got to add value to your name. You know what I mean? Because there's like a million other people that want to be where you're at. So the second you have no, like if you notice there's guys that will lose, but they'll still keep them around because they have value to their name, you know? Yeah. yeah Just yeah. like there's skateboarders that like maybe aren't putting out the best shit, but there's value to their name because they've created a brand for themselves. Yeah. So you'll, you'll get beyond longer versus like, you know, just some guy that doesn't talk to anybody and doesn't have any following, but is rad. You know what I mean? Like you'll get cut. Like, so it's, it's interesting, man. It's a, it's a, I, I've definitely learned to adapt to that Yeah. because it's like, all right, it's not just about winning fights, man. You got to talk to fans. You got to talk to media. You got to interact on social media. You got to do interviews. You got to, you know what I mean? Like you got to be yourself. Like I, it's like finding this fine balance of like playing the game and still being true to yourself, you know? Yeah, that's a beautiful. Like, I've always, I always felt like you were a dude that never wanted to sell out, you know? <laughs> definitely. You always want you always wanted to be yourself because like that's what's important to you is looking at yourself in the mirror at the end of the day being like all right man i'm not this fake you know because it's tough it's it's really hard to hold that up yeah and it's hard it's hard too because like you know it's just hard to be alive so it's like (laughs) (laughs) it's hard to be consistent with things because like we have to as we get older we have to balance out our our emotions and figure out who who we truly are and like what we truly believe and that takes time and like it's hard to do that and share that at the same time you know like yeah but it's so important because i believe that like 25 turns to 35 you know and that's 10 years and you could do a lot with 10 years you know like you, you could be a leader or a role model or you could like maybe help and do inspire or whatever you know like and it's crazy that we have these phones in our pocket and these like they're all like we have these things that we could build value with you know but we gotta like build it into our lives but it's like people have to learn how to do this because like i was to go back to what we were talking about before i don't think there's that many people like getting sponsored i think nowadays if you want to be a pro like you have to build up your own platforms and your own following and like you could be a pro like you could turn enough people on to skating and support skateboarding enough that people think you deserve a a, your name on a board i imagine that's just like fighting like if you just yeah like i said there's 500 people that are under contract there's thousands of people who fight easily like i have a friend who's 11 and one he's lost one fight he's won 11 fights and finish them all and cannot get a call to save his life. Holy you know I mean? like, shit, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it's, t- you know, it's fucking tough, man. Like, so, you know, you got to adapt to that. And like, it's just like, like you said, following, you have to unlearn how to do things. Like, I'm not a big talker. I'm not a big social media guy. I'm not a big outgrown personality. You know what I mean? But like my friends, you know, think you're cool or think you're awesome because those people like know you the best so you have to unlearn to like 
to be able to share, to be able to talk. Like, yeah. I remember the first time I did an interview, dude, I was like fucking freaking out. Like, oh, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to fucking do. And then it gets easier, you know, because you learn how to just like have fun. And now it's like I have interviews and I feel great. And I'm just fucking having fun, talking shit and, and uh, being myself. But it's like at first you're like, well, I don't know like how I should act or how I should say things. Should I joke around? Should I be serious? Like, I don't know. It takes time to learn that. And it's, it's hard to kind of let go. Yeah. And, and there's people that like become so successful. Like, you know, Brennan Schaub. You texted me about Brennan Schaub talking about me on his podcast. Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. I was like, what the and fuck? It, and it's, it's nuts that you even know who Brennan Schaub is because he has nothing to do with anything other than fighting. But he's turned himself. Like, he wasn't a great fighter. He wasn't successful. He got knocked out a bunch and ended up losing and got, you know, cut. But he became such a personality, you know, because he became friends with Joe Rogan. And, like, Joe Rogan kind of put him on and got his podcast out there. And now he's doing, like, he's like, dude, I make more money doing podcasts than I fucking ever did fighting. And I don't have to get hit in the face, you know? Like, yeah, he works for Showtime. He fucking does stand-up comedy. Like, he's doing all this shit. And it's, like, fucking crazy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he has a gift. He's very outgoing, and he's very, like, he he's not scared to, like, make an ass out, out of himself, you know? That's why comedy fits him. <laughs> but, like, with Fighting Man, like, he was, like, kind of caught up, and he was, like, I felt like he was someone he wasn't, because you feel like that's what you have to be. And Fighting, dude, you could try and do everything right, and you just don't lose, so, you know, it's so sick to see somebody, like, turn what they had, like, the whole form they had, and put it into another thing, you know? Yeah. And be, and be successful at it, like, that doesn't, like, most guys fight, and when it's over, they fucking don't have anything, you know? Like, most pro skateboarders, if they didn't save their money, or if they didn't, you know, do this shit right, or set things up for later on, have a brand, have a, a board company, or uh, something, you know, they're, you're left with nothing, because you put everything into this. Yeah, I had that moment where it was like, okay, the recession hit, lost the sponsors, and I just had savings, and I was like, either I can just get a job, and take the savings, and start the skateboard brand, or just live off that money and try to figure something out, you know? And I was just like, I'm getting a job yeah, and... It's fucking scary. <laughs> it's it's going to end one day, you know? And you really have to set yourself up for later on. And like, But it's like nobody teaches you that stuff. Like, you're just a fucking kid, man. Who fucking learned how to skateboard from a troubled fucking home. Like, you know, when I first started fighting, like, I didn't... Fuck, man, I want a big fight. And, like, I had to do taxes for the first time. Like, a, you know what I mean? I have to save money now. I, like, don't know what to do. And you, you gotta learn that shit. Like, nobody teaches you how to fucking, like, how many pro skippers you know that were making good money that, like, didn't save it at all and fucking were buying dumb shit and... It's always the opposite, because, like, when you, when pe someone thinks you have a free ride and it's, like, never gonna end and there's people that want to leech off you and, like, or people that lead you the wrong way or, like, they don't realize. It's, like, the dudes that are always looking at you going, okay, yeah, the ride's awesome now, but it could end soon or you gotta prepare for the next phase. Like, it ends, but it could keep going. Like, for me, when, when my pro career ended or whatever, I still have a pro board, but, like... When I, like, stopped getting paid by sponsors, I just, yeah. it ended, but it ended for a better thing, because now it's like, okay, I'm independent. Now I just put the money in, and now I sponsor people, you know, and help them. Yeah. So it's like, it's it ended, but it's still going. That's why I do skateboard, yeah. that's why I do the podcast, and I do skateboard lessons, too, is because, like, I still feel like I can help skateboarding in some way. Like, yeah. I, I feel like just us talking is cool, because you're, you're, like, a fighter and a skateboarder, and I know there's other kids out there that skate or that are into fighting, too. Do you know uh, Kevin Phelps as well? Yeah, yeah. Deer so puncher. I knew him through skateboarding for a long time, but then, like, he started following me out on Instagram, and, like, 
And then I was like, oh shit, this dude trains and like, you know, is hype. There's a lot of dudes that skate that like, like fighting, which is crazy. Yeah, it's sick. It's so crazy. But that's the whole thing. Like, I remember, I used to never talk about skateboarding. I used to never put that shit out there. And then when I did, like, all these people hit me up and they were like, oh, I didn't know that you skated. Like, I skate too. And I like fighting. Like, you're my favorite fighter now. Like, I want to watch you fight. And it's just like you said, you got to kind of put that shit out there and not really care and You'll, you'll reach a whole different audience if you're just yourself, you know? But there's nothing wrong with, like, saying it, that it's, like, awkward and, like, it's not natural to, like, try to share yourself, like, in front of a camera. Like, whatever we're going through as a population or whatever, like, people are, it, it's just different now, you know? Like, it's not normal. Yeah. It's hard for people to just go, what I try to do is I just go, all right, I'm just really lucky to be here, and I'm very lucky for everything I have in my life, so I just, like, try to show stuff I care about, you know? Sometimes yeah. people, it's a lot of my dogs, you know? <laughs> but, like, whatever. See, like, Someone like, can hate I, on I've that. I've never done, like a, like, a vlog where, like, I'm talking. Like, I don't do Instagram stories where, like, I'm talking or doing it. Like, I, I post a bunch of pictures, yeah. but I don't do, like, because that's just not who I, I feel uncomfortable about that shit, you know? But yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's some, I know people that fucking document every second of their life. Like everything they're doing, like oh sparring day, this and that. I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and it's like I don't know because people do vibe with it or they don't, you know. Yeah. And uh, you gotta like kind of learn how to fucking do that shit because it's not natural, like you said. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. Nah, you just and you don't have to like. There's a lot of horrible examples out out there of people that are doing it and they're like doing it for like stupid vain reasons. But like, definitely, that's why I'm like. When I started thinking about it, I'm like, how many podcasts could I handle? Maybe one a week. That means I have to meet one new person a week. Could I handle that? Yeah. I thought about that. I'm like, I think I could handle meeting one new pe- person or, like, just talking to one of my friends and, like, fil- recording it. Because it's not easy, like, to kind of go back and forth and, like, stumble over words and make sure we <laughs> sync up all the time. And then, like, same with, like, vlogs. I was like, could I film my week? Even if I only film, like... 10 minutes a day or something it, after seven could i be able to have time to edit one and put it out and like figure yeah. out it's like it was so much work and it was really uncomfortable it's like trial and error it's like when you're beginning skating for sure and you're yeah <laughs> it's, i mean think about how many people quit because of that trial and error phase where it's just too hard you know like yeah you can't fucking do it you know and dude i have so many ideas that i just don't put out there because i'm just like ah it's gonna be too hard you know, I have to fucking film it, I have to edit it, I have to do this, I have to do that. Maybe I don't feel like doing it this week, but, like, yeah. you know, like, even what you said kind of just, like, already sparked shit in my head. Like, all right, if I can commit to one a week, which is the bare minimum, yeah, then you can handle it. Then you're like, okay, well, then I can do two a week, you know, like, yeah, and you can work away from there, like, set small goals. Yeah. Um, and that right there, like, us just talking about that, like, kind of already has the wheels turning in my head. Like, I never thought of that because the way I am, it's like, I want to go all in, like, you know, I want to fucking do as, as much as I can. And, and I feel like, all right, if I can't do the best I'm going to do, then I don't want to do it. Like, yeah, I respect that. I like, like what you said, like small little goals. I'm like, all right, if I can do one a week, which I can handle, then do that, you know? Well, think about, this is how I look at it too, is I was like, if it's a long-term game, even if you put up one video a week on YouTube for 20 years, it's like, and you kept sharing it, and maybe you got better at it and better at it. It's like, by the time you're not fighting anymore, you already have this platform or this audience of people that know you and know what yeah. you're know what you're made out of because you can you share yourself, you know. And it's just like that's kind of a good thing. You have a community that you built around like what you're trying to do. It's like a it's it's a lot of work, you know. And maybe the fact that I'm 35 and like on the later end of my skate career, but I still am like I love it, dude. I'm like this is so cool. Like I'm obsessed with all that stuff. But I respect anyone who doesn't want to do it, like because it's so much work and it's like. 
I don't know. Sometimes just working is the best feeling, like being in the back yeah. and grinding away and not having to worry about any of the nonsense, you know? But it's yeah. weird because, like, that's the thing with being sponsored or the dream. The dream doesn't pay for itself. It's like there has to be a balance in it, you know, like yeah. I feel. Because, like, I went from sponsors paying me to no no paycheck to me just, like, building platforms and trying to keep it going for myself and others, you know? And then, like, yeah. it's I'm that's, still in that. Tough, man. I'm in that it's trenches. <laughs> It's fucking tough, man. And like you know, for fighting, like thirty-five is old for fighting. You know, like yeah. So I'm at I'm at like the later point in my career because I started it much later. You know, like they want to sponsor twenty-year-olds. You know, because those are the guys you get the most amount of like work from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like so so those guys are getting pushed. Those guys are on the main card on TV. Like you know, the thirty-year-old dudes are going to be kind of you know more to open the card and shit like that. So it's like you really got to do something to stand out and and kind of add value to your name, you know, and it, I don't know, like, like I said, I've thought about it so much, man, like, I have all these sick ideas, I know a lot of, like, really good people that could really help me out, and it's like, I just let fear kind of get in my own way, you know, where I'm like, ah, I don't want to be corny, or I don't want to be this, or I don't want to fail, and... Nah, you already have all the, you already have good characteristics and the skills, and you, you already have a sick name, Spicely. <laughs> <laughs> So you, you know, got, like, uh, Jerry Seinfeld? Do you ever watch Jerry Seinfeld's, like, thing? Yeah, I love it. It's like, it's fucking nothing, you know? It's just, like, two dudes hanging out, but you're like, all right, I like Jerry Seinfeld. I fucking like the people he has on the show. So, yeah, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. And I like I like old cars, and I like fucking coffee. And it's just, like, 15 minutes, and it's, like, it's sick, you know? Yeah, that's why I thought about you. I was like, well, you're, you could show fighting and skating, like, two shows. Because you have, you have multiple things you like. So, like, you know, you go skate one week, and then you mix it with some training and fighting or something. Because I would love to... i just like to watch that. It'd be sick. <laughs> well, fuck, man. Now I've got a lot to think about. You know, so. <laughs> don't feel pressured. I try to pressure everyone. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't, I don't feel pressured. But, like, like, so I don't have a job. Like, I just fight. That's like, amazing. I'm fire right now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just chilling. And I, I do other stuff. Like, I like to grow vegetables. I like to fucking... What? I'm really... I'm super into gardening, man, and growing vegetables. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> so, like, you know, like, right now, it's, like, in Montreal, it's wintertime. I can't do that. So, like, I try to learn French. I try to, you know, I do uh, new stuff. I just try to learn things, you know? Yeah, of course. Um, so, like, uh, this is something that I've always been into. Like, do you know who Forrest Griffin is? Yeah, fighter, right? He's a super, like, famous fighter, retired Hall of Famer dude. You know, like, him and I were talking about doing, like, a little talk show thing, like... Sick. Uh, and we were just like, I just like, ah, I just never, like, fucking commit to it, because I'm just like, I don't want to be weird or corny or... Yeah. So, I don't know, man. It'd be cool. I've talked to Chase about it, dude, like, about filming stuff or, like, editing for me, and, like, I don't know, it's like, it's tough to kind of go all in. Like, it's like, oh, it's cool to have all these ideas, and, like... But if I don't have to put them out there, I don't have a chance to fail it, you know? Yeah, you got to start small. You got to start with inch, inches and work your way up. So it starts with, like, maybe once a week on your story, you show yourself gardening. Because that's pretty fucking sick, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I love gardening. But, like, with, but like with gardening or, like, so I got really into, like, buying old cars and fixing them, even though I didn't know anything about it. What? Sick. But, but like, what I would do is I would just buy a car and fucking get the, the user manual and then just try to figure it out. So, and, and, like, it took me, like, I, I rebuilt this car in, like, a year, but it took me forever because I didn't know what I was doing, you know what I mean? And what I kind of car? So much trial, an old Volkswagen. What? Um, you, you put it back together and got it going? Yeah. Damn. Like, I, I bought it completely broken, like, hadn't ran in, like, a couple years, like, filled with water, had all this damage, like, and I was like, all right, dude, like, I'm going to figure it out. 
And like, that's the kind of shit I'm into is like, like with, if I'm going to do a video log, like I'm going to just do it and try to like, I, it's hard for me to like think about things and be strategic because I just want to dive in. Yeah. It might even be like better. I, it might even be better if you don't even show any of the fighting because your fighting is like what you put out there and it's promoted for you. So maybe it's just all the like behind the scenes like shit, like building a car or like car. That's yeah. pretty sick, dude. <laughs> yeah. I've that I've, I've dreamt of that. Like I know nothing about cars, but I've dreamt of like getting a car and like taking it apart and seeing how it all works and try to figure well, it out. That's what I wanted to do when I was like a kid. Like I used to think about it. So like when I got older and got a little bit of money, I was like, dude, I'm fucking doing it. Like I have all this free time. Like I'm I'm training. Like I should do something productive. You know, like yeah. So I just I would just train all day and then like work on this car all night. Like and that's what kind of made me feel good. You know, and like that's how I felt about gardening. Like. I didn't know anything about gardening, what's a plant, how to plant, like, I just planted a bunch of shit and did trial and error, and then, like, over time, I learned how to do things properly, and, like, I'm just, like, that's what I'm into, you know, like, diving all the way in, and then refining it later, instead of, like, you know, the same thing with fighting, like, I just dived in, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, yeah. and then, I like, over time, you refine it, you, you just work at it, and it becomes natural, you know? Yeah, that's that's sick, man. And maybe it's something that, you know, because you're, you're fighting, so your fighting's going to build you a following, which is awesome. And then maybe that's something you focus on later in your career when you, like, really can put more time into it. Because the idea, I guess, is to age gracefully, right? So you can, like, yeah. it's the same with skating. It's like you want to age gracefully and still have it in your life in some capacity. And, like, um, so, yeah. That's because a, it's, it's going to end, you know? Like, yeah. you're not going to jump down shit forever. Like, you're not going to fucking skate big rails forever like one day it's gonna be like your body's not gonna let you fucking do it your knees are gonna be fucked up your back's gonna be fucked up like so you have to have it in your life somehow you know like and i this is something that i love forever like i'm gonna do it forever yeah so you gotta like figure out a good positive way to keep it in your life you know where like some dudes can't let it go and they're bitter about it and they're just like fuck man like i'm pissed that i like never did you know I, I regret all the stuff I did or didn't do and are you talking about skateboarders or fighters same <laughs> yeah. like it's a small window you know that it's a tiny window like maybe five years where you're like really killing it you know you gotta do what you you gotta do what you've been willing to do which is like submerge yourself as soon as you fell in love with it and fucking make it your whole world you have, you have to do that yeah. with skating or fighting you have to but like, to, to make money how long it took you to get to where you wanted to go you know what I mean and yeah. then you have a short window after that like, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you fucking grinded so hard to get you know sponsored by New York and get a board out or shoes you know what I mean like and you gotta fucking capitalize on that like tiny five year window or whatever you know yeah it's gnarly and there's some dudes that can have careers for a super long time but like most people have a short two to five year career like fighting is very finite man like in like I fought eight fights before I got signed which is a lot you know that was four years of like training not making any money you know like not sleeping a lot like being sore working a job like and then like I've only been fighting in the UFC for two years and it's like fuck man like it, it could all be over, you know? Like, you got to really monetize that and, and capitalize on it. It's just such an interesting thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't let that, like, kind of fuck with you either, you know? It's like... But it's definitely, if you think in small increments, like one a week or even whatever, and just something that you would enjoy putting your time into, you could just start building up a platform, which you never know what could it could be used for, you know? Yeah. Crazy. I mean, some people, like I said, they just, like, naturally will put that shit out there and, and get a big following and can make good money, you know, doing podcasts, doing blogs and shit. Uh, I, I 
love when I see that. Like, I, I'm so hyped on Brennan Shaw because I didn't like him as a fighter. I didn't think he was great. And um, did you see that? There's an interview with uh, Joe Rogan where he tells him, like, look, dude, you need to stop fighting. Like, you're yeah. not an elite fighter. Like, you're getting hurt, and I love you, and I worry about you. And uh, I think you need to do something else, you know? Yeah. And, and Brennan's like, what are you talking about? Like, no fucking way. I'm doing this. And it's hard to see that. Yeah. It's hard to be like, Hey man, like you're not gonna be a pro skateboarder. Like you're not gonna fucking make it. Mm. And uh, for me, it was like I realized that and was like, okay, I'm gonna put my efforts into something else while still loving skateboarding, but I'm gonna let it go. Like I'm gonna let the dream go, but turn it into something positive and not just be bitter and pissed and like, oh fuck, I never made it, so I'm like bummed out. You know? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard because you've. I think what you've gained from skating has helped you in another area as well. So it's like it's always tremendously. A, yeah, it's tremendously, like. Man. I feel the same. Like you're, we started this whole podcast off just talking about how skating kind of set you up for that, and it's the same with me. It's like it, it's the same with everyone who skates. Is it kind of gives you the tools to be to like make shit happen in this world, the way this world's going. It's for whatever reasons. I feel like skateboarders are made for this time and era. I, I completely agree, man. I mean, you have to be. It's like the toughest thing to do because you're doing it for the love, and you're fucking, you know, putting your body through hell. Yeah. And like, think, I mean, so many people can't understand it because they're just like, you're not getting paid. Like, why are you doing that? You're not doing this. Like, you're just fucking breaking boards and hurting yourself. And but like, if you break a board, like, you're gonna do whatever you can to get another board. You know what I mean? Yeah. What what um what jobs have you worked? Like when you when you were coming up, like what jobs were you working? Fuck, man, I worked at Whole Foods for a long time. Dude. How's that? How's that? It was good. It was super sick. Like they were so helpful with my schedule. Like giving me the time off to, to do fights, you know what I mean? Like, I, I worked, like, a, they gave me hours. Like, I worked at 4.30 in the morning every day till 1 in the afternoon. Whoa, weird and then one. I would, and then I would train all night, you know what I mean? Because that's when most of the training happens at nighttime, um, 5 o'clock on. So it's like if I worked at night, I couldn't train. So I, like, begged them, like, hey, can I please work in the morning? And it sucked, man. Like, I don't like getting up at 4 in the morning. Fuck uh, And I used to ride my bike because I didn't have a car. I ride my bike to work, work all day, like come back, take a nap, and then go train all night. Like ride my bike to training, which was like so. I was riding my bike like twenty miles a day. Wow, and you're like, gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> but that—that's the fucking—that's the grind, man. Like I fucking, those are the best times of my life. Like I think about it now, like oh, I have a car, I can fucking travel, I can do what I want. Like I was more happy. Like I had more happiness when I was fucking riding my bike in the snow to go train. Because, like, that's just what, you know, because I was dreaming about getting to this point now, you know? Like, yeah. It's just, like, the times when you're skating with your homies that, like, aren't sponsored and, you know, you guys are all just hyped there for each other and, like, fucking doing what you can. Like, those are the best times, you know? Yeah. Because they're, they're just, you're out there. You're going for it. You're going for it. And you're dreaming about, like, fuck, man, I want to go on tour so bad. Like, it'd be so sick. And then those times are great, too. Like, my, my life is great now. It's much easier than it was before, but like, man, I love that like gritty part of just like, because I was fucking miserable. Like I would, I would sleep like four hours a night, five hours a night. Like wake up, go to work, do a job that I don't really like doing. I have to talk to rich fucking assholes at Whole Foods, like buying organic food. Is this pear uh, organic? Is this orange organic? <laughs> yeah, yeah, shit like that, you know. But like. <laughs> I did it because I'm like, all right, it's going to pay off one day and I won't have to do this anymore. And then 
it all started to come together and work out, you know? And it's like, I look back at that time and I'm like, dude, that made me who I am. Because if you have easy your whole life, like, you're not going to deal with uh, diversity at all. You yeah. Know? You're you... not going to be able to fucking, like, when your back's against the wall, be able to react and stay calm in those kind of situations, you know? Yeah, you definitely need resistance, some resistance in life, or you just can get boxed into any odd job. Man, the, there are some days where I'm, like, fucking tired. I don't want to do this. I'm like... I just want to fucking do, you know, I'm just like, oh, this sucks. Like, I'm, I'm getting beat up. I'm sore. And then you just got to think back to like, man, this is like what I want to do. Like, I, you know, I think of all the times where like, I would ride my bike, it'd be snowing, you know, and like, I, I have a big backpack with all my gear on it. I'm riding to fucking Pawtucket from, from Providence to go train. Nice. And like, I, I think back and like, those are the fondest times I've ever had, man. Yeah, that's sick. That's your formative years, dude. That's good. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's totally fucking nuts. I'm hyped that uh, you're doing well, Spice. I'm hyped that we caught up, and uh, it's sick. It's sick to know you're still you, you know? Because uh, I just started seeing you on TV and fucking on websites <laughs> and shit, and I didn't think you changed or anything, but it's just nice to know that you've been able to manage this transition into something else you love, and you've been able to weather the storm and... You're doing it. You're in it. It's sick. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Uh, it's the same thing. Like, I, I, I still follow, like, all your shit. And I'm, like, so hyped that all I need is where it's at. You know what I mean? You got a bunch of good dudes that are sponsored by you. And it's, like, it's like it's cool to be, like, oh, man, I knew that dude before, like, when it was just an idea, you know? And it's been years. When was the first All I Need video? Like, dude, deep. 2009, maybe, or something like it's that? It's so like, long. <laughs> like it's at now because like you didn't give up even though i'm sure like there were times where like you're losing money you're not making money like you're not selling boards like you know what i mean like but that's the diversity you need to go through to get where you're at and fucking you know be hyped on, on life yeah man and you, you you helped me dude because that video was where it started you know because of that video that was a turning point where it was like I was supposed to get a board for New York and it never came and I was just like had all I had like eight minutes of footage on top of my state of mind part and, yeah. and I was just like dude I have all I need right here I have all the homies like we could just yeah. start our own video do our own thing and that video part was like where I like that's where it all started so it's sick to know that you came out of that thing and you just are still crushing it at life means means a lot so thank you but I mean like like you put me on you know like you didn't have to have us in the video. Like, you really helped us out. You used to give me stacks of your old boards. You know what I mean? Like, I used to drive a ton and pick up, like, six old New York boards, and they were the best boards I ever had, you know? And, like, it's, like, it's shit like that that, like, I don't know. I feel like that's what really makes life, you know? Like, I just, I posted on Instagram about that. Like, just my last post was about, like, how, like, I've met so many people from different parts of the world, and, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're a good person and, like, you make all these connections, like, that's all you're going to have when it's over. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. when the fucking lights are gone and the money's gone and all this shit, like, you're going to have your homies that are looking out for you to be like, hey, man, I got a job for you here. Or, you know what I mean? Like, you can come here and do this, like, if you're hurting, you know? Like, and, and that's what really matters. And that's what I think, uh, for me, that's what matters most in life. Like, you know, like, I have friends that live in other countries that are like, dude, you can come to Sweden and come hang out, you know? Like, yeah. Those, those dudes. Just, uh, that's the shit that makes it. The people are the things that make it wor worth, make things worthwhile. People are. That's what I always say. I'm like, humans are like what make things worthwhile. And if everything's going digital and plastic, it's like humans aren't plastic. You know, the, the heartbeat. Yeah. 
the heartbeat, the characteristics, the humans definitely are more valuable than things, you know, so. But, like, think about the dudes that were in skateboarding that were selfish and, like, kind of dicks and, like, you know, they were run-ended and they didn't have anything after that, you know? Yeah, they were kind of, there's a lot of people like that, and I've been that at times where you chase things for the wrong reason or, like, you have, you're going through craziness and, like, you value humans less, you know, like, a lot of people's ignorance comes from them not looking at a human and they're looking at him like how can i get over on this person or fuck them yeah, over exactly. or like or what can i get from them or i want their appreciation or something it's like so crazy we live in america too and america's fucking wild as a country like it's the, it's one of the well, great I mean, we're, we're all competing with each other you know and <laughs> yeah okay, yeah for sure like, there's so many dudes <laughs> in skateboarding like like this is like uh like nick don pierre like I, Nick's a good dude, you know what I mean? But there were times where he was, like, such a dick to me when we were kids. So, like, really? Younger, you know? <laughs> and, like, I, I used to be like, oh, fuck that dude, you know, whatever. Fair and enough. It's like, you know, he went through some shit, and then, like, he changed his life, and I'm like, I totally don't hold that against him, because it's like, I understand, you know, like, he was going through his own shit then, and, like, no one really knows what someone's going through. Yeah. Like, uh, like uh, there was a party at his house, man, and he just, like, talked shit to you. He was, like, wasted, and just, like shitting on me all night dude like wow that's amazing it, it, was, it was crazy man <laughs> and uh for a long time i was like oh fuck that dude man like i don't give it you know he was such a dick to me for no reason like i was always hyped on him and he was but it was like dude he was going through his own shit you know like when you're older you realize like oh he wasn't actually trying to be a dick like he was just like that's just where his life was at the time you know like yeah so it's uh it's interesting you know it's 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 cool to like have gone through so much and like i don't know have a lot of experience in life. Yeah, it's sick. That you don't you don't really get now with like the digital age with kind of the way shit is because you have to put out appearances, you know what I mean, on, on the internet. Or people and do, it's like, what? Or people, that's how people use it, you know, again, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't think we need to use it to put on an appearance. I think the dudes that are like humble and awesome, they should use it too because I, like, I think a lot of times it's like, those dickheads use the social media or whatever <laughs> and they're like the only example you know and they scare people off yeah. you're like oh gross <laughs> yeah yeah and it's like like dude i've met conor mcgregor hung out with him and everyone's like oh dude is he an asshole in real life and i'm like no he's like the nicest dude like he just laughs all the time and you know like he he has a, a front for the world because that's like his character and gimmick you know but like he's a real person like he's a yeah. real cool dude and like you know, if you needed help, he'd help you out. Like, and it's it's interesting, man. Yeah, uh, he has like a he has like a real extreme one. I didn't even really think about him, but his is like he's like a Muhammad Ali type, where it's like yeah, crazy, where he's like a character. You don't even have to see him fight anymore, probably. Yeah, crazy. And he's I mean he's done it to where he's built it where he doesn't ever have to fight again. He's made enough money. He has enough sponsors. Like, you know what I mean? Where he's set. Like he's got a fucking. Uh, he's had so much money, you know? Didn't he? he? Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> he, he, he talked himself into boxing Floyd. He had no experience. He talked himself into fighting. And he made $100 million. You know? Holy shit. <laughs> like, which anyone would do, you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't going to win that fight. He didn't care. It wasn't about him winning. It was just getting to that point where, like, all right, I made enough money to be set for life now. Like, I don't yeah. have to fight. He doesn't ever have to fight again, you know? Yeah. You were kind of talking and, about uh, that before, like, when you hit, like, a peak... It's funny because, like, in life, it's, like, you can work really hard and you can get what you... You can chase after something, like, have a dream and you can earn it. And then it's, like, what do you do after you're at, you're at the top of the mountain, you know? It's probably, like, how you... Yeah. F it's probably how you felt when you won, like, eight fights and then you took your first loss. You're kind of, like, oh, this is the downhill trick. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. Like, when you lost your sponsors, it's, like, okay, what do I do now? Do I fucking... 
be bitter and bummed and like wallow in it, or do I turn it into something else? Like, yeah, I I lost my first fight, dude. I I had never imagined losing. I was like, this is never gonna happen to me. Like, I'm gonna, <laughs> I, you know, ideally you want to win every fight. Like, I've just won eight in a row. Why King, would I lose now? King of the and world. I'm, and I'm like, I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I was just depressed for like a, a month. You know, like I just ate donuts and fucking treated myself like shit. And then it's like. All right, am I going to do this forever, or am I going to fucking turn it around and like go back to training and win the next one? You know, like you could have just fucking been bummed and hated skateboarding and hated the world and fucking done nothing and pissed away your savings, or you could have fucking turned it into something positive. You know? Yeah, yeah. I've I t- I felt tempted to do that though. It's like a hard. Of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> it's hard, man. Why Why would you feel betrayed like by the thing you love? You know? Yeah. Of course. You put your your heart and soul into it, and now nah, we're not going to put your board out anymore we're not gonna pay you and you're like oh fuck like i got angry that's what made me angry because i started thinking about it and i was like i was like dude wait all those times all that great times with all those people i love where we're sweating and we're skating we're filming these people are filming shooting photos of me my like all my homies are team manager brand manager we're all working together building this skate team and doing all this cool shit and then all of a sudden when when the money's not there they cut the actual heartbeat of the brand and i was like got angry because i was like I was like, how could they take away, like, what we earned? You know, because I wasn't even thinking about titles. I wasn't even thinking about, like, being a pro or anything. But I was just thinking about what what those things meant to me and what meant to me. Yeah. I was thinking about the people because I was like, oh, all those people made that happen. Like, my friends, like you were saying earlier, like, people helped you out and got you to the position where you could live that dream, you know? So it's like, it's hard when you're like, fuck, that's, you know, they can just take, over, they yeah. take it all away. It's like, nah, I don't think so. I just got mad. I'm like, all right, we're going to do it ourselves. Like, independent time. Let's figure it out. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what we got to do, you know? Like, because exactly. if, if the people that own your industry, they don't, they don't do what you do. Like, if, if there's no fighters at the top of the thing making the choices, you guys are fucked. Yeah. You're fucked. You're fucked. Exactly. And you just like with skateboarding, you were like, there was, Z York was bought out by somebody else and like, yeah. didn't have skateboarders running it. And they, they don't give a fuck about you. They don't know, like. Not at all. <laughs> You're a number. Like, they care about money. Like, yeah. and that's, it's hard to like realize that to be like, okay, this is a business. Like, fighting is a business. You know what I mean? Like, they can't just pay you because they like you. Like, you gotta, you know, it, it's tough, man. And it's tough when that ends because it's like, you're pissed. Yeah. Like, I, I worked my fucking ass off to get here. And now it's like, you know, you're gonna cut me like fuck, man. Yeah. Well, just keep keep being optimistic. Keep sharing yourself. I'm psyched you came on the podcast because I think you have more skills um, than you know of, or that you're willing that you're willing to admit. Because I think you could you could like uh, carry it on further, man. And and I think um, just keep on the path, Spicely, because everything's leading you in the right direction. If you're loving it and you're enjoying it and you're stuck in a moment with something. And you don't feel like it's a waste of time. That's the right place to be for sure. Yeah. Hell yes. I appreciate it, man. It really, uh, it was good talking to you for sure, man. I know, dude. We're going to have to do this more for sure. Yeah, yeah. I got, uh, I got more stories and stuff I can tell, man. Nice. We'll, we'll give it some time and then we'll catch up again and we'll do it again. Sounds good, man. Um, before we go, um, if people want to check out any of your fighting, is there, uh, any place you can send them? Instagram, anywhere. Uh, yeah, my Instagram is at Spice Wonder, um, and my Twitter is just at Eric Spicely, and uh, you can find all my shit there, man. Fuck yeah. Thank you, Spicely. Thank you, buddy. Last thing before we go, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and tag 
myself at Anthony Shetler hashtag the Shetler show um, that will help grow the show which will allow me to continue to get these epic guests on and keep everything moving forward and I also want to thank those of you out there that have purchased an all I need board from your local shop or if you've hit up our online skate shop at allineedskate.com and purchased some of our apparel or our decks or the Shetler show mug um, the support means a lot and uh this uh, program is funded directly by directly by the listeners, so thank you for your support, and uh, I'll catch you next time, my dudes. That all I need, life.